Come Holy Spirit. <coughs> Kindle in us the fire of your love. Open the eyes of our hearts and see through them. Open our lips and speak through them. Set our souls on fire. Amen. Please be seated. We <coughs> love all of our friends of Jerry and guests with us this morning. Welcome to Good Shepherd Episcopal Church. We are so glad that you're here to share this time with us. And Jerry's going to do something he doesn't do much of. He's going to sit in the pews. <laughs> Yeah, um, Jerry, um, I don't know the timing that, that God has for us that we are celebrating during a season that really is not is about not celebrating, um, a Lent, like the Lenten season that we enter today. Um, we Episcopalians are on a three-year lectionary cycle, and the reading that we have for the first Sunday of Lent, where we are now, is always the same gospel reading. We always hear about Jesus who has been baptized, is now led or driven by the Holy Spirit out into the wilderness. And there's something in that that is for him as he was setting out on his ministry. But there's also something in that for us. A lesson in that for us as we find ourselves in wilderness places and find ourselves in places where we also are being tempted. All of us are tempted by something. All of us are. It's a question of whether we can, with the help of God, resist those temptations or we find ourselves falling into sin. And if that is the case for us, we have this wonderful season of Lent where we confess our sins, we make amends, we try to get back on the right track. It's a season of reparation. So, um, you know, the story that we get in, in the Gospel um, you know, it's Jesus in the wilderness, and there's this, this evil, some say personified, it's devil or something else that is speaking to him. And we know that this happened because Jesus told us, right? This is not somebody else saw this, right? This is not other people that said Jesus did these things. This is Jesus himself that talked to his disciples about, yeah, after I was baptized and then I kind of disappeared, um, here's what happened out there. And he tells the story of of this character, this, this evil, this thing that is not of God, who is trying to undermine his ministry, he's trying to undermine his identity. And we have those words, and there's, you know, Matthew and Luke, they differ a little bit in how they, how they tell those words of Jesus, and, but both of them leave off part of it. Okay? There's part that Jesus told me about that didn't actually make it in Scripture. <laughs> So this, this is what Jesus said after he said, Satan offered him all these things, and, and he goes, you're just going to leave all, all that on the table? You're not going to take any of this? And Jesus said to him, I don't need no money, no fortune, no fame. I got all the riches, baby. One man can claim. You know where I'm going with that? And you might ask, right? You might ask, why well, don't care about those things? Okay. Remember how the song goes? I guess you'd say, what that made me feel this way? <laughs> right, Keith? You want to sing for us? It's Lent. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting, right? We're talking about the temptations today. This is a song by 
The Temptations. Yeah. I guess you'd say, what did make me feel this way? But I don't care about these things. And Jesus says, my God. <laughs> my God, right? My God makes me feel this way where I don't care about those things. I don't need those things. I know who I am. And I know my purpose. I don't need all those riches. I've got everything one man can claim. I guess you might ask, you might say, what can make me feel this way? My God does. Okay? And I think I think I think the devil liked that. He put that song in his on his iPod. <laughs> yeah. All of us face temptations. All of us do. It's a matter of whether we will admit that, identify what those temptations are, and ask what Jesus teaches us to pray. To ask right, <laughs> that we be delivered. Okay? Lead us not into that. Protect us from that time of trial. Asking for God's Holy Spirit to strengthen us, to fortify us, to bless us, to remind us, to remind us of those words that Jesus heard. Remember what happened right before he went out in the wilderness? Right, it says the Spirit led him out. He'd just been baptized. He's fresh. He'd just been baptized. And he comes up out of the Jordan. The Holy Spirit descends upon him. Right? Here's some fortification for you. Holy Spirit's upon you. And that voice tells him who he is. Who are you? Son. Beloved son. Okay? Isn't that for you as well? Isn't it? Okay? You're baptized. You receive the Holy Spirit. You're born again. Right? For Episcopalian, this is our born again moment. Baptism. Spiritual regeneration. Gifted by the Holy Spirit and called now a member of God's family, so you're all sons and daughters. It's the same thing that Jesus received. It's the same thing. But he's going to be challenged, and it's the same kind of challenge that we face. You forget who you are. You forget. The story of a young man that was living in this, um, at a time when, when, when they had public baths. So you go to a bathhouse. You didn't have your own like bath at your home. You go to a public bath, and, and there were baths and showers, and they had you know heated from under underneath, and it was great. And everybody kind of shared this kind of big bathing facility together. So he got in there and he took his clothes off, and he's looking around, and suddenly he realized that oh my gosh, without my clothes on, I look like everyone else. <laughs> How will I remember who I am? How will I remember who I am? So in his simple thinking, he thought, here's what I'll do. I've got a red string. I'm going to tie it around my big toe. Then I'm going to go in and have my bath and shower and get all cleaned up. And, and when I come back out and I'm out here with all these people who look the same, I'll be able to look down and, and go, oh yeah, I know who I am. I'm the guy that has the string around his toe. I won't pick up somebody else. The problem is he got in there and all the water swirling around and the shower coming down and everything, the string came off his toe. Uh-oh. And as the water moves the string around, it became attached to somebody else's toe. <laughs> so he's in, the, he's in the dressing room and he, and he looks down and the string's not there. But he notices there's somebody over here who has the red string on, 
goes over to him and says, excuse me, sir, I know who you are. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Sometimes we forget. We forget who we are. And it's in those moments when we are tempted, when we're tempted to turn away from God's way, that's when we need to remember who we are. That we are all sons and daughters <laughs> of God. We've all been given that endowment of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is in us. This is the same Spirit that helps Jesus to complete his ministry. It's in us. Do we forget? Do we forget? In those challenging times, do you stop and pray? Strengthen your spirit within me that I might not fall away. What Jesus does. He always falls back on the word of his father, remembering what he's been taught about who his father is and who he is as a son. Now, we talk a lot about how Jesus is God, that Jesus is the Son of God. All that is very true, but, but sometimes we forget that, you know, Jesus is also human. Jesus was a man, perfectly human, perfectly divine. He was exposed to every weakness and temptation that affects any of us. He faced them all. But he didn't forget who he is. And he called upon that Holy Spirit that helped him succeed in his ministry. The story of a rabbi who had been talking to um, his congregation for quite a while and trying to build up their, their moral character and and I uh, just wanted to take a, a, a moment to kind of, you know, test, right, to test his congregation. So he invited a few of them over to his house, <coughs> and after exchanging some pleasantries and greetings, invited them to sit down and said, I, I, want, I want to share with you a scenario, a hypothetical. I want you to tell me what you would do. So imagine this, you're walking along in the village, and, and you, you see something in the road, and you go and you check it out, and it's a purse change purse, money back. <clears throat> and you look in it, and it's full of gold coins. What do you do? So he looks at the first person and says, well, what do you do? And, and that person said, well, I give it to the person it belongs to. And the rabbi said, you fool. <laughs> You'll understand why. Oh, yeah, I'll just give it to the person it belongs to. Sure. Yeah, you fool. Oh, didn't expect that. I thought that was the right answer. So it turns to the next one and says, okay, so, so what would you do? And that person kind of looked down, didn't want to make eye contact, and said, I'm keeping that money. <laughs> There's a lot of things I need money for. This is great. What a windfall for me. I'm going to keep that money. I'm no idiot. I'm no fool. And the rabbi, you scoundrel! It's <laughs> <laughs> not the right answer. So, well, it seems that two of them struck out so far. Oh, no. Like, imagine yourself as the last person now. What are you going to say to top that? So, um, the third one says, you know, Rabbi, honestly, 
I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. Because in me and in all of us, there is an evil inclination. We're all sinner and saint, right? There's always that voice, right, that is trying to get me to do something or justify me doing something that I'm not supposed to do. Bill, you need that money. Right? You need that money. You can put it to better use than, than whoever owned that. Right? We, can, we can justify <coughs> keeping it. But this person was honest enough to say, you know, I don't know what I would do. Because the evil inclination might overpower me. And I want to keep it for myself. And I can justify that, right? I can do a lot of things and justify and say, well, there's a reason why I did that. I get a pass on that. And that's how we are as humans. But he said, you know what? Maybe if the blessed one, if the holy one, if God would bless me in that moment, if God would hear my prayer to save me from this temptation, then perhaps I'd be able to seek the person who lost the purse and return it to them. Do you see the difference between the first person that simply said they would do it and the one who recognizes our true human condition of struggling to do the right thing in a world full of temptation? And Jesus knows that too. So having gone through this himself, when we say, Lord, teach us to pray, he tells us to pray that we not find ourselves in situations where we are tempted. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from these tests. When we do that, when we remember who we are, and we remember that the Holy Spirit is within us, and in those moments of weakness, rather than justifying what we do, we ask once again, come Holy Spirit, strengthen and sanctify your people, and save us from this time of trial. Amen. Amen. Amen.